change the name, um, then the game is still the same if you don't change the name, right? Yes, that's what they say. Or was it, uh... Well, what was it last called? What's really happening? Again, what's really happening? Kept it the same because uh, you know you don't change the name. That means the game is still the same. Or uh, well, I mean, Young Rebel, you're uh, coming from a rapper. What, what's uh, your thought on that? Because uh, I remember it was the game is to be sold, not to be told. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess there's certain things that you, sh you probably shouldn't tell certain people, you know. But um, oh yeah, yeah, I don't think you had. Wait, oh, are they talking about snitching? Is that no, no not about snitching. Uh, we're talking about uh, the game, you know, to be to be sold, not to be told. Yeah, yeah, just don't. Okay, so that means like. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, if you you could be you, talking too much. If it's somebody yeah. that if it's somebody that you know they like a, a familiar or somebody that you care about, you know, of yeah. course you're gonna like give it to them for free, you know. But, but somebody else, if you're gonna make it into like like like, like a book or some shit or or like oh how you made it type yeah. shit, then you know that would be different. You know, then yeah, you could sell it. But I guess you know. Yeah, yeah, they should. Uh, I don't have to be stingy when I like, when I figure something out. I, you know, it works for me. You know, but who, who knows? It might work for somebody else. You know, it might not catch everybody's attention, but somebody's gonna fucking. Eat. Not enough people are helping out the homies. I don't, I don't think. I, like like you said, the game. Uh, it's well, okay. That's that's, that's, that's it's okay to tell people that uh, that are the homies, right? That's that's what you're saying. Well, I mean, like, it, it, why not? You know, like if you if you can help somebody out, why not? You know, so. Yeah, you got not enough people. All right, yeah, we got Chris, Chrissy, Lynn in, in the studio. Uh, make yourself come. There's a, there's a mic out there that, that's that's on. Yeah, when you're ready, yeah, we're we're, we're ready for you. We're we're, we're talking about me. We got. You. Young Revel in the studio. We got Chrissy Lynn setting up right there, and I thought uh, she she'd be a great first uh, music performance for the day. Okay. We, we, uh, no, this is this is good. This is good. The get the game. Not enough people are giving up the game. All I see is people posting their pictures on the on the Facebook. Look how much oh, money people, I got. People are some people are like scared that you know that they're gonna you know they're gonna pass you up like you know and type shit if you teach them like what's up you know like if you teach them the game and if shit, that does like, happen i guess if they do so well, well bro you know like there's enough for everybody like there's enough to fucking go around you know i mean it i can't be, believe that's happened to me before uh like, like you know there could be like a hundred fucking uh walmarts and everybody gets their fucking cut bro you know what i'm saying like it don't matter bro like you know you know what i mean i've uh i guess i've had my vulnerable times in life uh when you're vulnerable, uh, people try and get get your game, I guess. Cause I didn't, well, see if they try if they try to like you know like like oh how the fuck you do it you know and try to yeah, like, you know, like, if, and these those those are the people that when they try to use it it's not gonna work for them you know because you know what I'm saying that it's just not for them because they're for, if they gotta force it out of you that mean and they don't get it easily then it's not for them you know yeah get get off of my uh, shoulder yeah exactly like, yeah that's what they call the the bluebird. Right, the the bluebird on my shoulder. Uh, can, can I can I kill it? Is that that's what that means? Yeah, I guess so. Man. Yeah, man, I mean, yeah, you know, that's what I kind of it draws me away from the homies when I I, I see people posting up their stuff and then giving quotes like, uh, "Hey, uh, this this could be you if you hustle hard and all that stuff." You're like, I'm trying. Well, yeah. How you doing this? I'm trying. We were we cool? Uh, give me some game. 
seems not everybody's going to be wanting to do the same thing he's doing, you know? He could be uh, flipping patties for all he knows, and he's making millions and shit. But not everybody's gonna oh, yeah, yeah, because there might be cocaine in the in the yeah. burgers. It's like just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> whatever the case is, bro, you know, like, he could be in, investing in, you know, whatever. Like me, I do tinting and shit, you know? Yeah, not yeah. Not everybody wants to do window tinting, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a, there's a job for everybody. That's a that's a set you price. Find, find the the you know your your stuff and you know make it. But what kind of what, what kind of tinting you do? Do you, do you put on that, that it, thing tins, or or the spray? Tins. I can probably tint it. You guys just stare here. You you don't even need those curtains almost. Yeah. No, this place is kind of this place is kind of dirty. I don't know. Like imagine the yeah, tent yeah. the tent tenting places in the city would just it, it would the dirt would just go through it and uh, you see all the bumps and and all that like because dirt clogs up uh in, in the city like, you can't even so i bet if we uh if we sprayed the air we would just see like uh clumps of dirt it's a city you know i mean we probably we probably see some like heroin and all that in the in the uh, sky too i mean these are these these are clouds that uh uh, I was gonna say Cheech and Chong, but I mean, um, well, these are clouds that, you know, hardcore uh, drug fans uh, dream of. Uh, come to the city. No, that was that wasn't an offer. The city, the city sucks, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I, we, I, yeah, we'll talk I about Chrissy Lynn about that too. Just, you know, I mean, I don't come over here that often, so you know, it's, it's, to me, it's yeah, it's beautiful to you. Fuck yeah. Yeah, no, man. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, yeah, yeah. They they jacked me. I didn't expect that, man. How the hell? Oh man, yeah, that's an unfortunate, man. But you know, the worst thing is, I like, I at least wish it would have been some enemy or something than just a random. Oh yeah. So I could well, like, uh, so I could try to retaliate. That'd be kind of cool. Like we could have like a war going on, but now it's just yeah, I don't know, just some group of guys. That's no fun. <laughs> That's, that's no how how things how things in Gilroy. You well, I mean, like there's you, always like that, like you know, karma. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, the thing is, you don't you don't know karma maybe person. When they got away with your stuff, they got cut up like maybe five minutes later, you know, and they got fucking away. Oh no no, I saw the. I think they I, I think they beat someone else up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but well, if I didn't go after them, I guess. But I, you know, that's what makes me feel good. It took, hey, they had to run me over. They, they had to run me over because I've had that happen to me too. Where oh, yeah. Somebody uh, did something, you know, like you know, fucked up to me, and then uh, you know, I don't know if you say that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, same, same rules apply. Yeah. Messed up to yeah. me, and then um, they, uh, you know, I got the chance in life again to where I, I saw them by themselves with. Me and hell other people where we could have mm. really hurt this person, you know? And I didn't, and I didn't, I chose not to. I just, just really? to look the other way, bro, and just let him go, like, you know, type shit. So, yeah, I know, I know how you feel, like, you know? Yeah. Cool, you know? Yeah, yeah, you know, well. You know, you, know, you see the chance again to get back at these people, and you, know, you get to choose whether you want to do it or you don't. You know? Yeah. I didn't look the other way. I was, I was looking at them as they were driving by, and I was just like, oh, get, get those guys. Don't help me get those guys. But uh, the only two people around were, were decided to stop and help me. Gosh, I was like, no, come on. I, my leg will be the same. Uh, I mean, probably sa same blood will be pumping out of it. But yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, 
We're can we're very cannabis friendly here. Oh, good to hear. Yeah, well, yeah. We'll also talk about that in a little bit too. Um, <laughs> this is good here. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Chrissy Lynn's joining in. So, and uh, you brought someone too, right, Chrissy Lynn? Or? Oh, my boyfriend's talking. Good, the good boyfriend. Okay, good. <laughs> um, Just yeah. me though. Okay, yeah, but he helps you out. Yeah. Hey, young Revel, you uh, so you're, this is your, you're 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 dating, right? Or sorry, you're you're, you're not single, right? Oh, uh, I'm very single. You are? Yes, and in, in, independently. Independently. Single. I don't know what that. But, uh, you know, there are some people that are gonna get mad to hear me say that. You know. You're not single. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> I mean, okay, this, this yeah, brings up maybe this yeah. brings up something else. So we're uh, so we're all in the real. Uh, uh, we got people in relationships here. Uh, so uh, this is good. Uh, and you said someone will get mad. Uh, there might be somebody out there that might get mad for for this. So what if your ex contacted you to today? If my ex contacted me today, hit me up on the day before Valentine's Day. Yeah, what, what, yeah, how, how would, would, uh, how, how would, would I react to it? Yeah, how would if... I'd probably just ignore it. <laughs> no, I mean, so, okay, so, ignore, would you, would you do that, Chrissy Lynn? Would you ignore if your ex contacted you? Which one? Uh, <laughs> I'm going on just the very, very last, very, uh, uh, Okay, wait, that was a while ago, let me think. I mean, yeah, because, yeah. Yeah, 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 we're still friends. I'm friends okay. with all my exes. So it's so it's cool. It doesn't affect you in any way. Um. Well, I mean, there's one I hope I never see again, but that's just yes. One and that's many. not your very last one. No, it's not the very last. Okay, one. Okay, who cares? Let's hear about that then. Oh God, uh, really? Yes. <laughs> Especially since you're gonna be performing uh, live and um, oh, that's a nice guitar. Thank you. And this is gonna really get you into it, probably. How 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 that end? Uh, wait, no, not. Yeah, and that struck a chord, it sounds like. So let's, yeah, t tell us about that. Oh, okay, well, uh, long story. Um, so I was in my early 20s. Uh, I was away at college when I met him. And uh, I didn't like him at first, which should have been a tip-off, right? It's not so bad, yeah. <laughs> kind of thought he was a jerk. But anyway, then we got yeah, to be really good still friends, not so bad. and I kind of, kind of fell for him. And um, this is kind of a deep issue here. He was really yes, struggling with I his like sexuality. It. Okay. Ooh, he's so gay. He was gay, <laughs> but he was very embarrassed by it, and he, you know, this is let's see, this was eighty nine ninety, before, you know, it was okay, right? Yeah. So we didn't get along, and it got pretty violent and ugly, and we split. And then later, I found out that he had hooked up with a man and was very happy. And I was like, so that's why he was having such a hard time with me. It's weird. All this I, I could have uh, predicted from when, when you said the gay part. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the 89 to 90. I mean, there were, there, we still had our parades out here. It's just uh, it wasn't just so accepted to where I don't think people like nowadays are like, 
how many orientations jeez right um so that's when you know it is gay is is the cool thing now and he was from the midwest no i'm not i'm not so confessing he... something right <laughs> now, no. i think love is love is love is love and that's the last thing yeah. you should be prejudiced against yeah no no i i mean i i don't care i, I mean yeah but uh but that is one thing though uh I'm not sure if someone's gay or whatever. I mean, you know, I, it, it's it's people. People is people is how I, is how I take because it. because it's like if you're gay and you're bothering me, it's a lot more than just you're gay. There's some it's, it's something else you're bringing my way. Yeah, tell me, tell me. Or, or maybe you're also not understanding that I'm not. Uh, like we we're cool, but now we're not cool anymore. You're being a little too uh, forward here. Um, yeah, hey, that's he so taught me a lot, though. He so, taught me a lot about how to play guitar, and he was one of my first you know, musical wow. influences. So, I think that every relationship gives you something. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, no, that is a good point. So he, he taught you your guitar and all that. So yeah, he was inspiring, and I think more than anything. So my child is trans, right? And I he, watched him really struggle with that. Okay, I didn't know and, that. Okay. Uh, you know, he changed his gender, like legally and everything, and I applaud it. And I'm glad that my young son isn't struggling at that same age as my boyfriend of 25 years ago, because yeah. he couldn't meet his sexuality and feel okay about it. He couldn't come out to his parents. You know, he was from the Midwest. And I'm just glad that young people are, are claiming their identities for themselves. I think it's healthy. Make a choice, you know, and if you can choose your name, you can choose your gender, just yeah. be kind, just be kind. <laughs> that's my real only stipulation. Yeah, people are really <laughs> fighting to be accepted. I, that's one thing I, I never understood. Yeah, I just think people is people. Uh, I don't get, uh, love is... Even within your own people, even within your own kind and within your own system, you still got to fight to get accepted, you know, by your own people. Because it, it doesn't matter, you know, what section you're in, you still got to get accepted, you know? Love and yeah. belonging. Yeah. Love and belonging. It's what we all. Yeah, I got. I get hit. I, I mean, not hit. I, I get hated on by straight, straight people family, too. Yeah, damn. Still get, 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 you know, get accepted by them because. Uh, well, the thing is. Things that they don't like. You know, that you might be. That you might do. I, I get the fight to be uh, accepted. Uh, there's certain things I, I don't get in it. Love is love. I mean, maybe could you maybe explain that to me? Because I just keep thinking. Yeah. No. No. Duh. It is. That's the meaning. Love is love. I get it. Yeah, but there's a thin line. You know? I'm old school because to me that just sounds like you're just saying a word well, and I, mean, I get it. It's become yeah, a word. You know, when, you know, it could really, you could really hate somebody off that, off love, you know, or you could, you know. It's passion. Passion. Yeah. Yeah, love. Passionate. passionate. I think love is one of those words that's been used so many times it becomes meaningless but when i speak of love i speak of the energy of creation yeah it creates the universe you know the force bliss uh, the, yes yeah. the thing that binds us the thing that makes us long for love and belonging and really it's connection and and that's been hard to find these past few years with us all being so separated yeah it's, you know? uh, i get well, okay you know uh could you explain that love is love well, what does that mean love is love well, I guess you could say it means different things to different people. Okay. But yeah. for me, I would say that love is what lasts. It's what we are at our core. It's what created us and what welcomes us home. It's what breathes us and grows the trees and 
makes the stars shine, you know? Yeah, okay. The pure creative energy, that the, the, the beautiful sunset, the look in a child's eyes, the thing that lights you up and makes you happy, someone you adore, something you painted, anything that makes you ah, feel good, feel good. Gosh, yeah, okay. Now, see, I'm, I'm feeling it then, yeah. Um, oh, I'm still comfortable with myself here, but... Uh, type of stuff that I'm talking about that you can't tell certain people because certain people there's certain stuff that makes them feel good and it's not See, you know I mean you should raise uh, you know yeah kids definitely should be raised to uh, be uh, love is love yeah I mean sounds like you, you raise your kid to, to be in the world of love I try it's not easy anybody who's raised a kid it's really hard work you know, young rebel you, you have a kid Right. Uh, yeah, I show them, you know, like tough love, you know, because it's a, uh, um, you know, they're, they're um, how do you say it? But I make sure that, like, so you spank your kid? No, no, before, <laughs> no, before I, before I let them, uh, before I, I take them to school, um, them out. I make sure that they're, uh, that they're smiling. You know, I might say something, you know, funny or something to them, so that they can start off their day like that. Because then, therefore, uh, I've had days where, uh, you know, where I yell at them or tell them, you know, like, yeah. I'm, I'm tired, you know, in the morning, you know, I'm cranky and stuff, and I'm like. Oh, get your stuff, get this, you know, get this, and blah, 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 you know, because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on myself, bro, I don't have to, you know, baby mama and stuff. So, you know what I mean? I, I, I gotta do all this for myself, and then, uh, I get mad in the morning, so that I'll, like, tell them stuff, and then, like, they'll call me later on the, in the day that something happened at school, and, like, you know what I mean? So, I'm like, ah, oh, so, you know, I try okay. to make it a good day for them, you know, before they leave the house. And stuff, so. Sounds like tough love is yourself. Yeah, man. Not, uh, Sounds like you're a good dad. Yeah, yeah. You're not. Uh, you doesn't sound like you're giving that tough love. I was well, I, mean, like, no, I thought not, you were. You're really throwing it down. Not, not as dad, I mean, as in like, um, like if they uh, if they fall, like, like I'm I'm probably laugh, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, be a man like that, right? Yeah. You know, to to toughen them up, like, to like, yeah. in that in that in that way, in that sense, not not to like, um, you know, not to sound like in that, you know what I mean, like. But, but yeah, like, just, you know, tough love. <laughs> yeah, my foster parents used to put soap in my be, mouth. they're boys, you know, like, let them, let them be boys. You know, let them get dirty, fucking get scars, you know, like, shit, you know what I mean? Like, let them fall and, like, learn how to do shit, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, my stepdad used to say things like, uh, I'll be your worst enemy. Look at the know, fucking so birds, throw the fucking, the, the kids off the thing and, like, okay, fly. <laughs> oh, off the swing, there you go. See, now, now he's got, got more explanation. Yeah, you, you really have fun with that tough love. I see if we, we, we could have... Uh, we could have kept going. I just. <laughs> How old are your kids? Uh, they're um, nine, six, and three. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, mine are teenagers. Oh, I can't wait. I kind of got that vibe. <laughs> oh, especially my daughter. My daughter. Oh man, she's she's only three years old. So she's like, oh man, she's a teenager. Oh, she's I still your baby girl. I don't know how, how times are going to be then, you know, like, what if, you know, like, I don't know. I don't well, know. I kind of got that vibe. That's, that's why I'm kind of, that's why I'm adapting to everything, you know, as I go. I'm like, nah, I'm not going to fall behind. Fuck that, I'm going to catch up, you know. Like, oh, you know, you're you know, I, I take it your, uh, your kid uh, drives, the, or takes the bus, right? Nah, man, there's no Okay, okay. I, I when you, okay, okay. You make sure your kid gets to school safely. Well, I mean... Yeah, I think I was connecting towards the teenage uh, level for a moment, cause uh, I, but but yeah, from younger to older, these kids need to be raised, right? Because uh, well, yeah, yeah, I, I get annoyed by youngsters. I mean, it, it is kind of. Yeah. Like, I do you know, too. Uh, I mean, they do kind of like learn on their own, but okay. you still gotta kind of like still put in you know the work. Well, I, because uh, I mean, like naturally, you know. The instincts kicking, you know what I'm saying? If the parents are not around, the instincts kicking, you know what I'm saying? You, 
but still, you, it's better to have the... I think you got... It's important to let these kids know how uh, how good they got it, I guess, but, but you know, how, how things could get taken away. Because uh, oh, I'm good. Uh, I don't know how to multitask too well. Um, it's the phones. It's the cell phones and the kids. Yeah, I, I, I wish I never gave. My I would kid be. A cell phone. I would probably be uh, reported really to do. CPS because I wouldn't give my kid a cell phone. Good for I, would, you. I would wonder all the time, like, how, how does my son uh, find certain videos? Because he didn't know how to spell or anything, and I was like, what the hell? Like, I would always think. <laughs> and I, I finally, finally, finally looked at him, and this guy was do, using the microphone and, and saying what he was uh, searching the him. I was like, what? I would have never even thought about that. It's you know? just smart. It's <laughs> just smart. Yeah. I, I think I just get tired of these. Uh, they're smart. These, 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 uh, these kids that just be acting all privileged, like, they'd be all sarcastic, and you just want to, they ain't my kid, but you just want to, <laughs> damn, I just, and then they end up working with me, and, and, and then, uh, because they're a kid, they end up bagging for me, it's like, really, I'll go somewhere else, come on, man, I, I hate this job as it is, why I gotta, well, I gotta deal with kids. I don't even want kids. I want to appreciate when someone, you know, like you two are telling me about your kid. I want to appreciate that and not have these kids I hate in front of me. It's hard right now. I, especially, when, like, it's even hard when they're your own. Just saying. Well, you know what the crazy thing is? You two are telling me about your kids, and uh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, I, I, what I don't get is I get people that are oh look at my kid and they're showing me pictures i don't know your kid like you, you two here are explaining no, telling me about your kid <laughs> i don't know your kid so oh look how cute he is why i don't know this i don't know how to connect i think that new parents can't help it and my cousin and her husband had a baby and mm. we go out there and we're at the beach and goes no 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 but look 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 and look at this smile and and, and look at this outfit it's a little person look, he's like no 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 look look and he just wants to show pictures of his you know new daughter on the phone and i go god i remember when i felt that way we didn't have phones though yet they kind of came when my kid was at least two or three i don't remember for feeling that way i mean i had a little kid for a little bit no, no, he was cool. He was <laughs> for a little bit. I he was on loan. I was checking it out, yeah. seeing if I wanted to really dive in. And he was cool. Like, I returned him. You know. Yeah, no, I did in a way. Uh, <laughs> How did you do it? How did you get your money back? Because when him and How did you get away with that one. <laughs> no, when uh, when people would start arguments with me, or or his mom would act all crazy, he would uh, pack a suitcase and say, "Okay, well, let's get a place together." And he would grab my hand and, oh, and start walking out the door. And, uh, yeah, I'd have to break the news to him and say, uh... We're not related. Yeah. <laughs> but I used to read him bedtime stories and all that. Yeah, but, they want love and belonging, too. You know, that's what we're all looking see, for. Yeah, I, I, people voluntarily want to change diapers. That's the craziest thing. <laughs> like, I mean... It's an experience, for sure. It's not an animal. Like, that's human nasty <laughs> shit. But it's your baby. Is, is that what they're so be? cute? It, you can't uh, help it. You really? just want to protect it and take I mean, care of it and love both it. Both of you have seen how babies come out. Right? That's. I wasn't looking. I was screaming, but you know. <laughs> oh yeah, it's different for. So is it okay? I had a different perspective. This is what's beautiful <laughs> about. That's okay. Come out. Like, 
I guess this is what could make it grosser for uh, maybe, but easier for the women versus the, the well, if the guy shows up, uh, we don't have to act. You don't have to actually see the kid because the kid's coming out of you. So uh, no, but you feel it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. You feel it. <laughs> Imagine cutting a cord off of a person. Isn't that weird? Well, it's between two people, so it's not really off a person. I do that shit. Uh, wait, wait. So someone other than the doctor, cut, Young Rebel's talking about, he cut the cord. I cut, I cut, yeah, I cut the cord. Yeah. Let me cut it. Yeah, there's a bunch of nurses in there. You know, like, actually, I would want to cut it. <laughs> you would. I would want to jump in and there. And you'd want to hold it. You'd want to be no, the no. I just want to cut it. the cord. And then that all those daddy hormones hit you. You just no, wanna, no. You know, I mean, no, it, no, no. It was easy for my dad not to get any hormones. He left when I was one. Aww. And I'm like, you know what? If it's one thing you left me, Dad, it was realizing not to have a kid. And then my mom backed it up every year too. Don't have kids. And he left me uh, curly hair, which I don't care for. He left your hair? Yeah, pets. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I got pets. I got a cat. She's great. It's almost the same thing, bro. Oh, I saw pictures of your cat. Yeah, my cat's beautiful. Almost the same thing, bro. But, She's, you know, she was a kitten, and, and there wasn't anything gross about her. I know. She, did, did, Cats no, are great. She wasn't bloody. She, she, uh, what do kids do? Uh, they what, cry. What are that? Yeah, she didn't cry. She just she just she, beat she, up the she other cat. Poop in the box. There you go. And then the they didn't even poop in a box. <laughs> she naturally just went outside. Oh my gosh! See? And and yeah, I mean she 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 was actually more grown than the adult I cats. Cat, I have a cat too, man. I, I I found her outside like it was like a little kitten, you know. I was like, ah, fucking, I took her in. Yeah. And then um, you know, bought her the the fucking sand and shit. Uh, they let litter litter. I just, I didn't even teach her, dude. I was like, what the fuck? I thought you were supposed to teach him how to use that shit, bro. Did you just spit the fuck up, go in there? They, they know. What the fuck? I was like, oh, shit, dude. Like, you, you don't really nah, need to teach him. I'm having dogs, bro. I'm like... Dogs you gotta teach. Yeah, those, you gotta have pads all over the place. And I even yeah. had all love, ready for her, you know? And nope, she was... Straight. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Poor, poor <laughs> dog. I, I, yeah, I had... That's crazy, man. I had a, a dog, actually, was using those, those wet pads. And we used to mock the dog. It's, you know, because it, it, he was using that... The wet pads, poor, poor dog. Like we were kind of poking fun. Uh, it was mostly the kid. Uh, the kid was poking fun, and I was trying to be like the cool guardian. So I poked fun at the dog too. And plus, I, I don't know. Maybe I was using reverse psychology. I thought poking fun at the dog would make the dog not want to wet the. Shame him the, into going outside. Yeah. <laughs> Shame him into going to the bathroom outside, right? Yeah, that doesn't quite work, does it? No, you got to take him for walks. Yeah, I mean, it's every time he's trying to take a piss, he's going to feel the like poke in his head. Oh, man. Here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that's for animals. You know, we, uh, humans need to be treated better. Um, I saw the, the guys at Jack in the Box taking a dump at the dumpster. Oh. And uh, I, I didn't, I wasn't trying to watch. But I was walking by, and when he was finishing up, we locked eyes, and then I, oh, that got awkward. <laughs> I only tried to lock eyes for a second. He was really trying to lock eyes, but I think he was nervous. And then he explained to me that uh, he, the manager locked the uh, bathroom on them. Uh, 
Which, I, I guess it's pipe issues, because my restrooms at my job are locked, too. Um, but, you know... I live way down in the, I live way out in the country, so I'm always a little shocked when I come down to the city. Even though I was born here and mm. raised here, I live I live up in Mendocino County, and uh, it's beautiful and spacious. And we don't I, I don't I'm lucky I don't have to see a lot of you know the problems that are happening in the city. But thank, I, I, thank I, I feel God, yeah. I feel I think kindness matters yeah. to animals to people. To each other. Well, to, uh, it should be like you know that should be everybody's responsibility is to spread that you know because you know like that. that love is love. Like, you know um, that that spreads like just like a virus you know like. Yeah, just be kind. You know, like I agree, it does a good virus. Like those things that they say, those anti certain things, you know, it just you know, makes people think more and more of that stuff. So just, I don't I don't hear kindness, you know? any any politicians talking about uh, real animal issues. Do once know how, well, but it's better not to mention it sometimes, bro, because it's like you know. Uh, I'm I'm up for someone that's gonna fight that, uh, for animals too. It's it's let's do it. Um, We're all in this together for real, even the animals. We're supposed to be stewards of the animals and the planet. We hey, gotta just remember that we're supposed to take care of this place and each other and everything. Love one another right now. Exactly. Is this a good segue? Should I play a song? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Let's. I don't know how this gig goes, so you. You, you just, wanna? You just I got. Me. I got snacks out there too, and I, I got, see that. I got some. Uh, That's really sweet. Yeah, yeah. We the call that craft service. So the brownies are actually. Uh, well. Uh, <laughs> oh, good, good. Yeah, tell me about the brownies. I catered by uh, uh, Dana here. Uh, usually, uh, I, you know, I I give them to myself, but uh, but we're uh, you're going to talk about cannabis yeah, uh, today cannabis, and actually to about last cannabis. week i had a cannabis expert on too so i brought some uh, cannabis brownies nice um, and there's other snacks uh, and uh, i'm going to get a beer actually in uh, yeah. a little bit too i'm all out of caffeine yeah no uh That's oh thanks thanks yeah i'm going to get comfortable yeah get um, comfortable. yeah well okay uh, again, some music. I, one more uh, question yeah, for you. Yeah, it's your show. You have, tell me what to do. Have we... Uh, uh, have, okay, this is for the room here, the two musicians. Uh, if you had someone in your life that guided you, gave you advice, boom, go with that thought. Okay. Mentor? Yeah. Musical okay. mentor? Sure, yeah. Okay, I've been really lucky. I've had some incredible musical mentors. Um, one who you may know, he came out of the Bay Area. Um, his name's Steve Kimmock. He's on the East Coast now, but he's played all over the city. He used to play in a band called Zero. Uh, Robert Hunter wrote lyrics with them. He sort of was like, um, you know, after Jerry Garcia died, I was a big deadhead. And then there was sort of like this getting that vibe, yeah. period of time. And um, anyway, Jerry Garcia said Steve Kimmock was his favorite unknown guitar player. And we all grew up, or, you know, we were all playing music out in Fairfax in Marin County in the early mid-90s. And we met at a cafe. And he had, um, you know, great reputation amongst the guys I was playing with. They all admired him. And just a super kind, down-to-earth guy. He taught me theory, how to load in and load out of a gig, you know, how the whole just vibe of, you know, being a musician yeah. and when you show up to the venue and how you treat people and how you do your job and how you take care of your equipment and how you take care of each other and community and family and, you know, bringing a positive message and 
giving people a moment to feel good. And, you know, so he was pivotal in helping me maintain my integrity, really, and be true to myself and my sound and my message, really, which is love each other and be kind. You know, pour, pour love onto the world. So bring beauty and light and magic and creativity wherever you can. Yeah. No matter how dark it gets. So he was my big, my biggest musical influence for sure. Nothing's going to change unless we could find a way to support each other in our differences. And that's where love and belonging come in, where, come you know, we open our arms and we belong to each other because we all laugh and love in the same language and breathe the same air. And we all like to have a good time. And that's, you know, what I love about music is it brings people together and it gets you out of your grind. And, you know, so what I loved about the dead, you could go and just dance and the music was reflective of your emotions and what you were feeling and you could kind of feel through them and bring bring joy to the human experience and it was no certain dance either it was just people just getting down to how are they feeling exactly and that was a great and beautiful thing and we were all kind to each other you know you weren't seeing fights and rip-offs and you know every we had this little self-circulating community throughout America, wherever we went. We took care of each other. Yeah, yeah, no one wanted to, I mean, yeah, I would have loved to be back then because the only people that you really uh, feared were people that were historical. Uh, You you know, the the serial killers out there were people that were more historical than just nowadays recklessness, people just hurting everybody. Yeah. Uh, The Zodiac guy, he had to put the little puzzles together. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... uh, we, yeah, the Zodiac, we, we had, yeah, people that were more, well, I was going to say Jeffrey Dahmer, too, that was, he put body parts together, but I'm just saying, they, people were more, just not so reckless. Well, we all sort of had an unspoken agreement, and it was before everything got really super polarized, and I, and I really think it was before everything, you know, this is my big thing, is everything's just being taken over by the corporates. And it's like there's the corporations and there's the government. And the corporations are telling the government how to govern the people. And they're taking all the money and all the resources and selling it back to us and hanging us out to dry. And people know it. They don't know what to do about it. And they're getting angrier and angrier by the day. And that's what's frightening. It's because they know they're being deprived of of a good life, of a basic living, you know, the things we all deserve. And you've got these people on top who are taking it all. And it's easy to feel really defeated. And then, you know, in this, you talk about cannabis. This is what's happening in my business, you know, that we, we all went legal and now the growers and the generational growers, you get the big corporates come in and they grow too much and they sell it for super cheap and they, and families are losing their farms. And it's because, you know, some areas are being overregulated and then there's people lobbying people in other counties so they can grow more. You know, it's the same old thing. You, corporates taking for themselves and then the people not having enough. And you said you're a, uh, you're a farmer. Too. I am. I am a farmer. A cannabis farmer. 16, 17 years this year. Wow. What's that life like? And he's, <laughs> well, the part of it that's really magical is that you're working, well, how it used to be when we had one harvest a year in the fall. It was like you're, you're in the natural cycle with nature. You know, you're resting during the winter, you're planting in the spring, you're growing in the summer, you're harvesting in the fall. So the magical part of it is really being aligned with nature, rising with the dawn, sleeping with the sun. You know, you have to. And you're also caring for this plant that wants to do nothing but give you 
its fullest potential. Yeah. And you, you said there's an extinction going on right now. There's an extinction event in the Emerald Triangle, which is um, in the original cannabis growing region in the United States, which way back when in the 70s, you know, the, way, the back to the landers went uh, to Mendocino County and they grew cannabis and they were the ones who faced the real war on drugs and people dropping out of helicopters and, you know, holding them a gunpoint and it's a plan, right? Yeah, I mean, it won't kill you. That's the, that's the point. And so a lot of these legacy farmers that grew under 215, I moved to Mendocino and grew under 215. I was really big advocate then, hung out with Dennis Perone and Brownie Mary and Jack Herrera back in the 90s, I think 96, 215 passed, or I can't exactly remember, but big activism happening back then. And then in 2002, or wait, 2005, I got land up in Mendocino to grow medical cannabis. And I could do it. You could grow 99 plants and I could offer it to patients and you could make a, just an honest living, you know, because imagine you bring your whole crop in and then you have that want, that is what you live on through the whole year, right? Yeah. So the farm life is intense. You know, like you, you are, everything is about your crop in the fall and then, you know, you sell it and then you have to live off that. You don't get a weekly paycheck. It's all you, sun, rain, wind, fire, bugs, whatever. It's so you're, it's, it's, um, it can be intense, but there's a magic to it. And there was just a hand, you know, some of us, we were, so the Emerald Triangle is Humboldt, Trinity, and Mendocino County. And those were the supreme cannabis region because of the, the climate and being able to be out on large acreage. And so those original farmers that created the strains and, and you know, kept it steady during the whole war on drugs and the era of camp, now you've got all the big corporation, corporate grows yeah. miles, you know, down in LA, they take our water, <laughs> you know, now there's, and most of it's indoor. So now you're paying to grow, you're using the resources to grow something that grows better in the sun. And they flooded the market and we spent our, all of our money getting legal because that was very, very, very expensive, difficult, nearly impossible process, you know? was very, 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 very hard to legalize our farms. They made it really difficult and really oh, they expensive. Want, they want their money. That's it was a it huge is. money grab, and they tax you now 75%. I mean, it's to the point now where the farmers pay to grow. And everybody takes a piece of it from the state to the county to the dispensary to the distributor. You know, and yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not the it, only farming industry this has happened to, where the small farmers shut out. It's all, it's all about uh, they want to get their money, and I mean, I, I, if they care about things changing, I, I still, I know people in prison for marijuana. Still, so this is crazy. Like, still, I mean, you change the law, someone, you know, if they don't have advocates, you know, and there are farmers that are. There's this really incredible movement amongst the OG farmers where they're coming together, and there's actually, a, you know, a company. Um, I, I bought one of their pre-rolls once called The Farmer and the Felon, and they take donations, you know, they use a portion of their proceeds to help these forgotten people that are still in jail doing felonies for a seed, you know, to get out because they're forgotten and they're locked into the system. So, you know, it's not really just about, oh, you're into pot and oh, so what? And, you know, yeah. I'm sure you made your millions and you have money in the ground. It's another industry that belonged to the people that were losing to big money. And they're not the people who grew the weed and, and created the genetics that make it so beautiful and what it is today. They, they weren't on the ground with the plant. They're not creating a relationship with the plant. 
they're just row cropping it and cutting it down and feeding it chemicals and flooding the market. So farmers like me, our product is now worth next to nothing. And it was worth $1,000 a pound nine months ago. And wow. we've mortgaged our farms to do the legalization process. And it's really scary right now. And so I guess even though it's pot and it might not affect you, you know, it's like what happened to bookstores when Amazon came along. Well, it won't kill you. I think that's, that's the whole point of why... Yeah, it should be legalized, and well, it is legal. I mean, it's but it's heavily regulated now. Yeah, so there still needs to be a more fighting for it. Yeah, we're still fighting for this plant, which you know gives us everything. It would give us fuel. It would give us fabric. It would give us food. It would give us medicine. You know, it's it's not a drug. It's an herb. Yeah, but it's treated like a drug. I mean, if if you overdose, you're just going to end up just. Sleeping. Laying there for a while. <laughs> Sleeping with a tummy ache. Sleeping or, I mean, it depends what, I guess, what, what strain you take. I mean, right. You know, that means, that, you know, not really going against anything else, but you'd be going against the pharmacies, you know, and, and, the, and the medicines. Cause they, and the alcohol that, that, industry. Those are who really care, you mm. know, because they're like, uh, you know, if people are going to start using weed, they're going to stop using pills and stuff, you know, so they're going to lose out, you know, so they're going to be the ones. Like, for real. Know. Yeah, because I, I went, I, yeah, I'd rather take the, the weed than the pills, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're going to stop drinking so much yeah. because it's not fun to drink when you're oh, high. Geez. You get dizzy. Just imagine, we'll be healthier. We'll, we'll be go, healthier. Go bigger. We might, boy, we might even kick a lot of addiction habits. Oh, go figure. I was pretty deep in my addiction, you know. Um, I was drinking a lot and, you know, doing a lot of cocaine. It's everywhere. Everybody's lying if they say it's not. And I had to quit, you know. And it was cannabis that helped me get off that stuff, you know. It was cannabis that helped me get off the stuff that would kill me. And now I smoke a little pot. I feel fine. It's all good. I can take it or leave it. But I don't want for that other stuff anymore. Yeah. Oh. You know. So I well, think that, that might be the real fear is this can heal you from the inside out. It can heal you. Yeah, cool. It can heal your heart, your head, your life. Why would they want that? And <laughs> so that's my plea. And they wouldn't have a. They w they wouldn't have the war they want. They, I mean. They wouldn't have the war they want. War on drugs uh, kind of helps the politicians thrive a bit. Exactly, and remember, it's not a drug. It's an herb. It grows right out of the ground, unsynthesized. When you dry it, you put it in a pipe and smoke it. It is a gift from Mother Earth, and if you really think about it. You know, um, I think that the reason why it's been so villainized is so, you know, we can make money off all the stuff that kills us. The, the drugs, the, the, the gasoline, the food, all of it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how real this is, but I know, like, back in the days, they had this stuff called MK Ultra, like the, you know, some mind control stuff. Oh, yeah. And they were saying that, uh, uh, I guess, smoking weed would uh, corrupt that, that system. So, you know, they were trying to, like, stop it at that time. You know, they were just using all kinds of fake ads, you know, and like, oh, like, gonna make you crazy and stuff to, you know, to... Uh, Free for madness. Yeah, 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 the propaganda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's funny how that movie was just... It, so, no, I, that, was, that was actually a family movie. No, that, that was some weird like, shit. Was, you know, <laughs> MK Ultra was like, so, like, they mind control you, you know, like, to do stuff, you know? I think they tried to use LSD. As a as a yeah, as a oh, chemical yeah. weapon. All, all the, they tried all the drugs on people, the only ones that were, would make them go against it would be the weed. Revolt against it. Yeah. That's exactly that's what's happening right there. Yeah. So now they're the corporates are trying to take over the yeah. weed because then it's not grown in the sun. It's not grown in the under yeah, the moon they want, and the yeah, stars. They want to do it indoors and then more chemicals and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. But he's from Gilroy. They got farms out there. There you go. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can make uh, like a 
you could uh, grow the cannabis next to the garlic and make a like a garlicky strain. There is one. Nope. What do they call it? Black garlic. No, wait, this is okay, I didn't know that. Well, there's terpenes. There's terpenes. And the terpenes that you hear about them talk about are the scents and, and different qualities. They're in cloves. They're in lemons. They're in pineapple. The terpenes that are in cannabis are in all plants. And then there's different ones have different medicinal properties. Totally be a connoisseur, just like wine. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, if you smoke enough weed, you can smoke enough without, you know, falling down. You build up a tolerance, which you can't really do with alcohol. You just get sick. Well, you might just fall down on the couch or the bed. You, you're going you're gonna to realize, okay, it's time to take a nap versus just be some slobbering drunk, you know. <laughs> well, uh, should we get in some, some songs here? Uh, I mean, uh, sure, we can. Yeah. Bump, bump in, uh, so yeah. I just want to get properly introduced again. So I'm yeah. Chrissy, Lynn, Chrissy Lynn. And you're, what's your radio handle? Oh, they call me Walgreens. Walgreens? Not Woolworths? The dub. No, no, no. no. Walgreens? It doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I know. It's I joke. think I was still Walgreens at the time, though, yeah? too. Yeah? Okay. Well, that's my nickname. And then I just want to... Young Rebel right here. And what are your names again? Uh, Young Rebel. Young Rebel. Yeah. I love that name. Yeah, well... That is a great name. There's that, a story behind lover, that. Lover backwards. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. I, I always thought it was re uh, short for Revolution. Okay. <laughs> His Valentine is kind of shy here. <laughs> oh, I was just saying, oh, I was introducing. Hi, hi Kim. Hi, we, we, Kim. We're going to get to some of that. And, and then we'll, yeah, we'll get to some of his music too. Okay, nice. I'm just saying it's a little chilly, so the guitar's uh, still acclimating to the. I know you got, you got uh, Love Affair, Long Distance, and. Uh, Got some, you got some V-Day jams. Alright. So should I just lean back and kind of let this mic do, uh, can you hear the guitar okay? Or? Yeah, you want you want some more? I'll pump up something oh, else. I mean, I can hear it. Oh, I can here. hear it good okay, here. Great, great. Are you hearing it there, Young Rebel? Uh, I'm actually, I haven't been able to hear this full time, but I'm just going with it. Should I go? Yeah, go for okay, it. Okay, so this is, um, yeah, love is love, right? If I were a mountain, I'd stand up straight and tall. Until my back grew weary, then I'd lay right down and fall. Lay right down and fall. If I were Or I'd become a rain cloud and I'd rain back down on me Rain back down on me I would shine on everyone If I were a canyon, the wind could carve my face Leave an ancient memory of some forgotten race Of some forgotten race If I were the old 
ocean, the moon could pull my tight. Every restless motion, I would feel myself alive. I'd feel myself alive, oh, I would feel myself alive. I would shine on everyone. on everyone everything that's come my way has always come to pass everything I've gathered always fades away so fast my loving cup has overflown I've also seen it spill even when it's broken, it seems to be refilled, seems to be refilled. If I were a diamond, I'd sparkle in the sun, hold a rainbow in my heart and shine on everyone. I'd shine on everyone I would shine On everyone I would shine On everyone I would shine Talking about everyone right there. I'll folk music for you. Thank you. Hey, you can use both mics there. I mean, what do you do? Wait, what? Let me get that up there. Hello, hello, hello. Wait, try it. I think I heard you. Did I say that again? Hello, hello. Oh, oh yeah, I got yeah, the yeah, right okay. you, you, How are you feeling that? That was that was a yeah. good. That was the yeah, jam right there. Uh, uh, like the, uh, are you including everyone shining on? Shine on everyone. Even the people you think are your enemies, because they need yeah, yeah. love the most. Where she was saying that, uh, shy, shy, like the light, the cars and the, the flashing. Oh, whoa. That's <laughs> the universe. It's the universe. It's people just want to be accepted. You say want, you see a certain group, if you say a certain group of people, someone's going to get pissed That's off. Right. Shine on everybody. That's right. Love and belonging. Let that, let that light it. shine. A smile can change someone's day. Yeah, uh, what's your, uh, favorite valentine's day treat oh chocolate come on yeah <laughs> chocolate dark chocolate yummy organic dark chocolate i put black forest cake but that's a lie Ooh, that's it's a uh, black forest gummies <laughs> <laughs> probably not i just that sounded good all right yeah what what, uh, what next you got for us oh okay i'm on here okay well how about some how about some more love on everyone I swear okay. it doesn't. I swear the message never gets old. Oh. Yeah. All right. I'm feeling so it. it's been a long time since I've actually performed in front of live humans. It's oh, really lovely. Nice. Thank you so much for having me here. Really. 
I feel like the world is finally opening back up again. <laughs> There's someone else here. The girl with the purple hair. Have you been there the whole time? Oh my goodness. You gotta try her brownies. Okay. <laughs> I'm not much of an edibles girl, but ooh. Hey, oh, and oh, I, I gotta say, my shirt is provided by Rocky Cologne. Nice. Put that shout out there. Nice. All right, we're getting another love jam going. Okay, so this one uh, again, it's for it goes out to everybody. I was really feeling this the other day. I was just like so down. It was one, of, you know, those times when you're just so down. I was like, oh my god, there's no way out. This is it. I should just quit it all. And this song kept singing in my mind. It was like my soul was reminding me, going, hey, remember that message I gave you that you turned into a song? Yeah, you need to be singing that right now for yourself. Okay, yeah. Sometimes the songs I write are notes to myself, you know? So okay. anyway, I think this is one we can all relate I'm to. I'm so right glad right you're here to tell us about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay. Thanks for having me, too. Okay. When you fall from grace When you lose your faith With nothing left to give When your heart is broke All your dreams up in smoke You can't find the will to live A choice. Listen to the voice that only you can hear. Get up when you're down. Turn yourself around. Choose love instead of fear. Temptation. Frustration, love will find a way. Desperation, confrontation, love will find a way. Love will find a way. When you're far from home, facing the storm alone, uphill against the wind. Let your compass be the freedom you seek, and you will find your way again.
find a way Love will find a way Yeah, it did. I usually segue into another song, but I figured four minutes was enough. <laughs> oh, that was okay. See, that's... We were talking about that last time, too, about how uh, there's long songs, which we don't even realize are long songs. Right. Because they... It takes you to another yeah, world. because you know what? Sometimes, you know what? Uh, I mean, I, I do different type of music, you know, but... Um, Sometimes it's hard for me to even get a third person there, you know, because it's like, you know, to, to keep it consistent, you know, and to make people actually feel it. Because after the second verse, some people kind of just want to walk away. Even after totally. If you don't have that musical break yeah, or, you know, you record it in the studio uh, and here's where the guitar solo goes, you go, uh-oh, yeah, no so guitar solo right now. What should they do? The whole, the whole song, now that's kind of hard, you know, and uh, uh, that's cool. Uh, I appreciate it. I mean, uh, yeah, let the beat take you. Uh, <laughs> um, get into uh, another song here, uh, but... Coming from a lot of these love songs, how do you keep things fresh in a in a relationship? Uh, you know, uh, what inspired me was uh, I was uh, in line out. Uh, I was bringing up people, and this this guy had his 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 diapers, his old uh, his older guy, and his wife was just like uh, making him feel good about wearing diapers. Oh, so uh, you know, I'm just picturing powder. I don't know why. <laughs> Um, but yeah, how do you how do you keep things fresh in a relationship? From your advice here. Well, I I wonder sometimes if it's less about keeping things fresh and more about like that favorite T-shirt that you'll wear it till it falls apart. That favorite pair of jeans, that favorite pair of shoes that you don't want to give up. It's like if you're lucky enough to be in a relationship over a long period of time. I think keeping it fresh has everything to do with gratitude. Yeah. You know, and this is something that I miss with my partner because he's wonderful. Of course, he drives me crazy sometimes, and I know I make him crazy. But it's the little things, like when he wakes up and brings me coffee when I'm still in bed, or, you know, always carrying the heavy stuff, or really letting me fall apart and throw a temper tantrum and saying, I still love you, baby. It's okay. Let's just watch TV. You know, I think it... I think that when you're in a relationship for a long time, it's less about keeping it fresh and more about keeping it real. You said carry heavy things. What came to mind was carrying each other's trash. <laughs> and baggage, you're totally right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is good. All right. I'm I guess what she means is like, you know, like when you're kind of being like old school, you know, and they kind of like carrying, you know, the heavy shit for the women, uh, you know, having to open the door for them type stuff, you know, like... That, I, it, it means the world to me. Because even when he's so flaming pissed at me, he will still open that damn door for me. And, and you I like go, that. Okay. And I go, God, okay, I just good. can't keep being a dick right now because he's still... You know, You're he's old still school. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, he's very, he's very, you know, he, he always lets me know he cares. Even... Still, you know? If I get open door for a woman nowadays, it's called being sexist. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm glad you, you keep... <laughs> it's just mentally that's what I think. But uh, what I think to do... But it's considered sexist now, and I, you know. Uh, well, I 
think there's a balance because one of the things I need to be able to do is lead when it's appropriate. Mm. And there are just times when I know what we're supposed to do next. And just listen to me. Like, let me have that. Don't let that male ego get in there and try to direct it just because we've all been programmed not to listen to the woman. And so that's something that over the course of our relationship, he'll still open the door for me, which I think is sweet and endearing and has manners and it's important to him. 